Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Manoff, and today I sit down with Natasha Oakley, OG fashion and lifestyle influencer and well-known swimwear connoisseur. Along with Devin Brugman, Natasha launched Monday Swimwear in 2014, and it's since gained a loyal following, expanded beyond swimwear, rebranded, collaborated, and so much more. I wanted to ask Natasha how she's grown Monday Swimwear beyond just an influencer brand and what the future holds for her growing brand empire. Welcome, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me. It's truly an honor to be featured on the podcast, so thank you and a pleasure to meet you too. Oh, you as well. Let's jump in. Oh my gosh, this is a collaborative effort. What's your background with Devin? I mean, we initially, before becoming business partners, were just best friends. So we met when I moved to Hawaii when I was 19 years old, and we kind of just hit it off and have been best friends ever since. And then a few years later, we started one of our first companies together and haven't looked back since. Multiple companies here. Okay. I literally, I was like, catch up Jill because I'm on your Instagram <laughs> and I knew of Monday Swimwear, of course, the Pilates class. Yes. Emma Pills, CEO. You are CEO of three companies right now. What's going on? I am. I am. And I'm not going to lie. It is exhausting, but I'm just so lucky that I genuinely love all of my brands and kind of launch them all out of like passion and, you know, from my heart so that it's all worth it every day, you know, but yeah, really fulfilling and very exciting time for all of the brands, especially this year after coming through such a, you know, a period of turmoil for so many people and now kind of coming out of it with a lot of excitement and for everything ahead. For sure. Well, tell, walk me through the order of things. You had your blog first. Um, you got, you gained a, started gaining a following, uh, yeah. Pilates class came later. Monday Swimwear was in between. <laughs> yeah. So we um, essentially, we launched a marketing platform within the swimwear industry that was kind of a passion project. We did not expect it to take off the way that it did, but it did. And that was called a bikini a day. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. And basically we featured a new bikini every single day of the year. And it kind of was the first thing within the swimwear, you know, category and market for designers, even small designers, you know, really well-known designers to feature their new collections um, on a platform, a marketing platform. And so Devin and I were just, honestly, we both grew up on beaches. We both love swimwear. For us, it wasn't about bags or shoes. It was about owning as many bikinis as possible. And it really just started from such a genuine, like, beautiful place for both of us of just loving the beach you know, wanting to feel good and beautiful at the beach. And um, a bikini a day, you know, obviously became that for so many other people as well. It it expanded into a blog that featured things about fitness, you know, beachwear, style, vacations, travel. And that obviously, you know, was kind of a catalyst into us creating our own swimwear line, which was Monday Swimwear. It was an obvious next step. And we honestly started it because we saw a huge gap in the market you know, 10, almost 10 years ago when we started a bikini a day, um, within swim that actually was beautiful, fit women's curves, um, made women feel confident. Everything just kind of didn't fit quite right. You know, we were featuring the best that we could, but it still wasn't up to the standard that we would have liked it to have been. So we thought we just need to create our own brand. We're so passionate about swim. Let's go for it. Um, you know, and then, that was, you know, eight years ago. And then just within the last two years, I actually launched 
with another one of my good friends and my personal trainer, Jackie Kingswell, the Pilates class, which has grown to be one of the largest Pilates online platforms in the world in just two short years. And then now also investing in a super fun brand, Emma Pills, um, which is a very young brand, but really, really fun and very exciting. And along the way, there's been other brands that I've launched, you know, and seen through um, and things have come and gone. And I would definitely call myself a serial entrepreneur in that way. Um, but yeah, the ones that have really kind of been my main focus are the Pilates class and Monday swimwear. And I'm so passionate about those those businesses. Are you the only like element between these companies? Is there overlap in the teams? Uh, maybe yes, social borrowing, social media, same people that are that are working across the board. We definitely utilize some team members within, you know, retention, you know, our um, email marketing, things like that across the teams. But generally, they do have their own separate teams, and I'm heading up each one of those teams. Um, yeah, but as, especially initially when we kick off the brands, I'm definitely utilizing, you know, every resource that I can from the existing brands to help get the other brands off the ground. And then they really grow and develop to have their own amazing teams as well. Yeah. What have you come to know? Is there cross promotion uh, between, well, I would think that there's a like customer for or client Absolutely. or for the, the Pilates class. Yeah. Is it the same girl? Yeah, it is the same girl, but to be to be honest, we have a very wide range of customers. You know, we've got our young kind of 17, 18-year-old girls that see Monday as a super aspirational brand and love to swim and we have some younger fun designs for them and maybe they're just coming into their fitness routine with the Pilates class and they love Emma Pills, but then on the other end of that, we literally have people that are, you know, 65 wearing Monday swimwear and still doing the Pilates class classes and they probably could even find something that they love from Emma Pills as well. So what I truly love about, you know, having these brands is they just serve a different part of me and my personal interests. And, um, you know, I'm very into health, wellness, fitness, you know, I'm love, you know, travel, swim, anything to do with the beach. And then just to top it off, you know, some beautiful jewelry that kind of just brings so much fun and excitement to my life in terms of fun parties and that side of me as well. So yeah, I think there's something for everyone for sure. And quite a lot of crossover between the brands. Oh my gosh. This is such a detour for the glossy podcast, but I'm just so inspired <laughs> by you at the moment. Like walk oh, me through that's... a day in your life. Like how are you <laughs> breaking this all up? Oh my gosh. Honestly, every, I keep thinking that things are going to calm down and they just get busier and busier. And but to be honest, the things that we have planned, you know, especially for this year and next year for all of the brands, I've truly never been so excited. And it's so wonderful that it just keeps getting better and better. And, you know, we've, I've always with my brands wanted them to grow very organically. I'm not about aggressive growth for so many reasons, you know, with, with regards to the team culture, with regards to the product and, you know, how important it is to maintain a certain quality within it. I don't want to like, you know, grow for the sake of it or chase after a dollar amount. We grow very organically, but at the same time, it just leaves room for so much growth and so many opportunities that you can just take them in and digest them all as they come. And it just keeps getting better and better. So a day in my life is honestly crazy. Um, <laughs> and it's, you know, heading up teams globally. We have people in 
you know, Switzerland, we have people in New York, we have people in LA, Sydney, London, all over the world, New York. Um, I think I already said that one, but yeah, <laughs> it's a global team that we have. And I love that because we are targeting a global market. And so it's amazing to have people on your team from all these different places in the world so that they can represent, you know, their people and where they're from. But at the same time, it means a lot of early morning calls, late night calls, and some very long days. I'm sure. Well, you were talking about slow and steady growth, um, smart growth, I guess, responsible growth. Um, are you able to do that because um, your companies, are you are these self-funded? Are you taking outside funding? Is that necessary? So no, we are self-funded completely. And I'm so proud to say that all of the companies have always been profitable, you know, especially we run them in a way that, you know, we're always turning a profit. I, I don't like the business model of the aggressive growth and, you know, we'll see a profit in three years, five years, 10 years. That's not me. Um, so we've seen exponential growth across all of the companies, you know, over the years and we continue to grow even Monday that grew, you know, 30% in, um, 2022. And in previous years to that, it was 75%, 107% growth. And then even with the Pilates class, you know, we're seeing 22% growth in the 2022 fiscal year. So, uh, and, and with Emma Pills as well, very young company again, so not as much growth to report there, but it did actually grow significantly from when I came on board as their CEO and we're expecting that to continue. So we, we're not looking for investment because we do feel like we've got so far to go without it and um, we are operating in a way where we're able to fund the company and put that money back into its growth and try to be smart about that. Yes. Well, I hear from a lot of, um, I would say, uh, Harvard Business School types <laughs> who are um, linking with somebody, an influencer, a celeb. Um, that's a business model in terms of how they're launching brands. We're connecting with somebody with a following. Then we don't have to put all that money into digital marketing or the, as much as we would. Is your marketing mix unique? You've got a built-in following. I'm sure it's continuing to grow. Um, but how much are you relying on your follower base, um, you at yours and Devin's. And to what extent are you investing in marketing? Absolutely. Marketing is, you know, one of our top investments alongside, obviously, the operational costs and the cost of good goods. Um, however, it obviously helps to have, you know, the audience that we do. And especially when you're launching a brand, getting it off the ground. And also we are completely direct to consumer with regards to Monday Swim. And I don't think we would have been able to take that route. A lot of people do need to take the wholesale route to get that exposure to different customers across different markets. But we obviously were able to plug into our existing audience pretty early on and get them genuinely excited about the brand. But the one thing I do have to say about that is, that's all well and good. But if you don't have a good product and you can't follow through with something that people genuinely love, there's no point in even having a following. So, you know, with Monday, especially we have a 50% return customer rate, which is very high. Um, and that's because people genuinely love the product when they put it on, they feel confident, they feel sexy. They have a real moment with the swimwear that you know, in a very saturated swim market with a lot of brands online, people don't always have as much of a positive experience as they do with Monday. So I think once they've found their brand, especially with something as personal as swimwear, where you're kind of, you know, almost naked, <laughs> um, <laughs> they stick to it and it becomes their, you know, their brand that they love for life, which is so amazing. But yeah, obviously 
We do rely a lot on our audiences and we want to see our audiences grow. But at the same time, we want these brands to be successful within their own right. We want them to be something that if we didn't, if we were sick of social media and we don't want to promote the brand anymore and we've got babies, we've always built the brand in a way that if we do need to step away at any point in time, it has its own, you know, customer base and its own following. And there are a lot of people that follow the brands that don't even particularly know who Devin and I are. So that's a really great thing as well. Yes. I tell you what, and you're not, it's not like lip service or whatever, um, PR speak. I tell when I mentioned, or I mentioned that I was having you on the podcast, I internally at Glossy Digiday, <laughs> people are like, oh my God, I love Monday swimwear. Like, anyway, I, it's just like, there is like this passion for the brand. Now tell me what, about it. Tell me, I know you've got something that's very differentiated in my eyes is the, the C, the G cup that you, that you go up to the fit is matters. Is this have to do with a bazillion fit models? How are you nailing that fit? It reminds me of, you know, when I talk to bra brands and they're talking yes. about, wow, I didn't know how complicated it was yeah, to you don't make know how a many great pieces. bra. Yeah, you don't know how many pieces are involved in every piece and how many fittings you have to do. And definitely a huge point of difference for Monday. You know, we we even created our own range called the Voluptuous range, which I'm not sure if you know of. It's the V range. And it was because we don't want to be calling anyone extra large, you know. So we have a size V, a double V, and a triple V, and you're either very voluptuous or very, very voluptuous. We want our women to feel beautiful and sexy no matter what their size is in the range. And so we go up to a US size 18 and, like you said, a G cup, which is very unique for a swim brand. And we fit that all the way up to the the largest size. So the thing as well with our collections is, we're not like a trends-based brand. We are really all about the fit. All of our um, colors that we come out with, we always want them to be flattering on every single skin tone. So even our models online, we'll always use every different type of skin tone to show our customers what it would look like on their skin tone. But also when we design it, we literally will add a warmth to a certain color and we really test the colors to make sure it's flattering on every skin tone. We make sure the fit is good on every body type. And we just want genuinely the way that we feel about the brand is going to the beach shouldn't be intimidating or nerve wracking or a negative experience in any way. Like we are beach girls. We grew up on the beach And we truly feel like we called it Monday swimwear because if you're in a bikini on a Monday, you're having a really good day. You know, like that's a unique thing. You're either like on holidays or you've got the day off work or whatever it is, you're having a really good time. And that is really the essence of the brand. We want people to literally like, especially in this day and age, especially when we're all so caught up with technology and so much going on, like going to the beach or relaxing in the sun is like such an important part of people's lives. And we just want people to feel sexy and confident and genuinely just enjoy themselves when they're at the beach or in their swimwear. So that's something we've really wanted to, and and from day one, that has been our goal way before, you know, I, I am proud to say that I think we were a big part of the movement of body positivity and on social media in the beginning, in the initial stages, because it's something obviously all brands need to encourage and be on board with now, but it's something we've been speaking about since day one. So it was always very important to us to expand that size range, make sure that everyone feels beautiful in the swim. And I think genuinely, like what you were saying with your team, we're so lucky that people 
feel really passionate about our brand. Like it's actually shocks us, but at the same time, like we love it so much and we know it's not because we're biased. We know it's because the product is genuinely so good and it makes women feel really beautiful. And we've always, I've always applied that to every brand I've created, even with the Pilates class, you know, that brand, 96% of our members report positive impacts on their mental health and their relationship with their body. We're not about, you need to lose weight. We don't use the word skinny. You know, we're all about this holistic approach to your wellness that is sustainable. It can be something that you do throughout your life. And we just want that, that energy and that vibe to resonate across all of the brands. And that's what makes working for these brands and owning these brands so enjoyable is that there is this underlying beautiful message and positivity and community that just, you know, it inspires me every single day. Yes. Tell me, I was just going to ask about community. I'm glad you used that word. Mm -hmm. Um, How are you fueling that? Are you, um, I would think that they want, your customer wants to see you in Devon. Are you out there on, on Instagram lives or whatever? Are you hosting events? What does that entail? Oh my God. Well, in the beginning, we were doing world tours, pop-up <laughs> shops, meeting everyone. And it was honestly so fun. But obviously, you know, as the companies have grown, we're needed more and more behind the scenes. So we can't do things like that as much. But even with the Pilates class, we're actually about Jackie is going to be doing a world tour and I'm going to be at a couple of the events. And so is Devin. And we really try to interact in person with our community as much as possible. I'll also say anyone that ever comes up to say hello, I love it so much. I love meeting our customers and hearing their stories, but just on a, you know, digital level of how we connect to our communities. First and foremost for Monday, we are very connected to our customers' wants and needs. So even our team, you know, we consider them to be a part of our community and every one of our team members is our girl. So we listen very closely to what they have to say, what they want from us. Our customer service team speaks directly with our design team on a regular basis to give feedback so we can improve our designs and just everything about the company. We always also support causes that we feel like are very important to us and to our community, which I think people appreciate, you know, whether it's charitable initiatives to do with the environment or supporting women or just really important causes that we think are worth bringing attention to. And then, you know, even for the Pilates class, that community is across 118 countries. So connecting all of those communities is, you know, a challenge in some ways, but we've managed to do it by having Facebook groups. We have even like community um, WhatsApp groups within every single one of our major cities. And we have a community leader who are just people that genuinely love Jackie and her classes and the brand so much. So they kind of have become people within their community, you know, that are connecting with people on a local basis. So Like you said, there is this vibe and this energy around the brand. And what's so beautiful is all of our customers are really amazing people. They're really positive, beautiful people. So when you get those people together, there is the best energy and the best vibe. So also something we're really grateful for, that community. And we do everything that we can within our power to connect with them. Well, the Pilates class is global, obviously. Um, Would you say Monday Swimwear is also global? Are you going that direction? Does growth mean expansion to new markets in addition to like product categories? So we are definitely a global brand. US is our biggest market for Monday, but also really large markets for us are UK, Canada, and Australia. 
but people shop Monday from all over the world. Um, so in terms of market expansion, we always do keep our, our markets in mind globally. The US is definitely one of our main focuses, but we do events within Australia, the UK, Europe um, all the time, and we definitely have our eye on those audiences, but our main focus is the US for now. And then, you know, we'll look into diving deeper into those other markets in the coming years and ways that we can expand even more within them, um, you know, with just things like duties and covering duties and shipping and all of those things that kind of make it even more appealing to specific markets. But yeah, so much potential within the US right now for us that that's definitely, we love our US customers and they've always been so supportive of the brand. So definitely the major focus for now. And then, you know, the categories that we expand into are obviously, there's so much potential there as well and a big focus for us. Yes. Well, as your focus is direct to consumer, like more so than most, <laughs> um, yeah. our stores in the cards, are you um, opening stores soon? <laughs> so this is something that you have to almost, you know, as someone that wants to run an online business, your ego can get the best of you and you want this <laughs> big, beautiful store and you think that's going to be the best thing. And, you know, we're so glad we didn't make that leap um, earlier just for the sake of it. Um, because there is a right time to do that, I believe. And I think that there's so much potential with online that, you know, that's not something we've ever rushed into. Um, although obviously, again, we have that existing customer base and that audience to get it in front of their eyes. Stores are so great for brand exposure if you don't have that. And I will say that this year specifically, we're going to be doing an amazing pop-up at The Grove in Los Angeles, fun. which is like my favorite mall. It's yes. so fun. And yeah, that's going to be a really exciting experience for us because it's going to be, you know, um, an, a very special experience for our customers to be able to touch and feel the product, meet with a fit specialist and just interact with the brand in person, which is obviously something that is very exciting for us and very important. Um, and then we're going to look at, you know, where we want to go from there. We have a couple of other in-person experiences launching throughout the year. And then even for the Pilates class, we are very, very excited to be launching an in-person studio in Los Angeles that will be a pop-up um, just to kind of give people the option between whether you want to be doing your classes online or if you want to mix in the in-person with your online classes. So that's going to be huge for us and very, very exciting. Well, tell me what zhuzh was needed in 2022. What was this brand refresh, rebrand <laughs> overhaul that you did? So... Monday had a little bit of a glow up. Um, I think with a brand, <laughs> we basically worked with two really amazing um, digital branding agencies. And the reason that we kind of wanted to give it this little zhuzh is just because over the years of a brand, your designs develop, your you know image as a brand develops, what you represent as a brand develops, and it's an ever-changing thing. So you do need your branding to kind of keep up with that. And not to mention the fact that in this day and age, um, people have access to so many more um, platforms that allow them to kind of upgrade their branding and everyone's starting to kind of look the same in my eyes. We really wanted to show like, what is Monday? What is, what is it about? How can we kind of, you know, show that through our brand's image and our branding um, very easily and directly to our customers? And then even for the Pilates class, which is such a young brand, 
um, you know, only two years old. We we went through a rebrand with that as well. Not to say that either of the brands' branding wasn't beautiful already, but it's a global brand. It's competing on a global level. It needs to align with our biggest competitors. It needs to be super easy and user-friendly for our customers and members. So, yeah, we're, that is something that we want to focus on on an ongoing basis. And it's very easy as a brand to, you know, you're focused on so many other things all the time. Certain things with regards to your branding or your technology can very easily fall behind. So we want to have our finger on the pulse there and consistently be, you know, upgrading those things to make our customers experience even better. Nice. I know that um, a campaign featuring a, an amazing model was part of that. Tell me about in just in terms of whether it's, well, let's speak collaborations. You've done some collaborations, um, some great partners of the brand. Um, is that, I guess, a marketing tool that, that you've found to be useful? You'll be doing that more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're always very open to collaborating, but we're also very specific with who we align with the brand in terms of other brands and individuals, because we feel like there really is a, a Monday girl, you know, and, um, and, and we have so many things that we are non-negotiables for us as a brand and things that we believe in. And we just always want to make sure that everyone we align with is an extension of those beliefs and, you know, represents the brand really well. So whenever we do, we're really specific about it. So it's not as often as maybe some other brands. Um, but yeah, we're, we're definitely always open to those collaborations and partnerships, and I'm sure there'll be more to come. For sure. Well, you, it seems like you move fast in terms of <laughs> you have an idea, you go with it. You are obviously early to blogging. You are obviously, I mean, the perfect timing for Pilates class to launch during the pandemic. Um, I also noticed that you started on TikTok in 2020. <laughs> yes, anyway, yeah. tell me about the importance of like being a like first mover advantage or do you think that that's a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I think that you, you know, especially within swim and honestly, even since we launched the Pilates class, there are so many new platforms that have popped up within the fitness industry that had kind of a similar um, idea to us during COVID of creating this um, experience for people online who, you know, weren't able to be going to a studio as much. So both of the markets are very saturated and you definitely need to be ahead of the curve and kind of have your finger on the pulse with regards to social media specifically. But also we've, we've got a very well-rounded approach to marketing and we definitely implement some like more old school marketing tactics with trying to bring the brand, you know, outside of social media. I think it's really important not to have all your eggs in one basket and just be relying heavily and purely on social media, which I think a lot of people would have felt the pain of the big shift within digital marketing over the last, you know, six to 12 months. That has just skyrocketed in terms of the costs. You know, it's extremely saturated. And if you had that as your, you know, only thing that you were reliant on in terms of customer acquisition, you probably would have experienced, you know, a little bit of a... <laughs> difficult period over the last six months. But luckily for us, you know, we diversify within so many different um, marketing arenas and put the brand out there in so many different ways that, you know, we feel like we, we've been good throughout that period. But um, yeah, I think that staying ahead of the game is definitely very, very important. And it's something that I'm always challenging my team to say that, We've heard of other brands that are like huge brands within the US that people have told us they're kind of referencing what we're doing as brands in their marketing meetings. And that was truly actually very flattering to hear because 
we do always want to be ahead of the curve. We do always want to be, and, you know, we are mostly all female team. And I just say to our team, you know, it's amazing that as a team of, you know, women, we have been able to reach the levels that we have as a brand. And that comes down to you guys and all of us being very inventive and progressive and being on our toes and working as a team to stay ahead. So let's maintain that and keep up that momentum and and not ever drop the ball. Tell me about leading this team. Are you guys remote? Are you going to the office? Um, How are you maintaining this uh, momentum, energy? uh, Times are up and down, high and low, I'm sure. Anyway, everyone on your team's been as emotional as anywhere else. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And honestly, COVID was obviously a very difficult time to navigate, but I think that we have always been quite um, progressive with how we treat our team and how we work with them. I think that Devin and I, obviously, as the owners of the brand, have so much flexibility. And that's such a beautiful thing within your work to be able to have flexibility. Um, We want our team to always feel like they have that as well. So we have offices in LA and Sydney, and we kind of have people working remotely. A majority of the team is remote. And then people like design team or our team here in Sydney do go into the office more often. But We've really tried to listen to our team on that over the years because, you know, they know that when we listen to them and respond to what they're asking for, they have so much more respect for us as their, their, you know, bosses. I don't even like to say that we're their bosses because I actually just see us all so much as a team and everyone has such an important role to play. But yeah, I think there's a lot more respect within the team when you really hear out your team and what their wants and needs are. And you know that they're going to work 10 times harder for the brand when they're, you know, feeling good within their own personal situation with the company. So we're a bit of both. And honestly, I love whenever I can get together in person with anyone in our team, because I think it it never compares. I would even love to be doing this podcast with you today in person. You know, like there's something so beautiful about interacting with someone in person versus online. But then again, I'm so grateful that we, you know, are able to run these global companies in a way that we, in the way that we do due to technology. And yeah, it's a huge asset to every, every company. So yeah. Yes. I'm with you. I forget how much I like thrive in a social environment when I'm away. (laughs) Then I get there and I'm like, people. (laughs) I know. You always want to cancel every plan and every meeting, but then you get there and it's such a positive experience. So you're so right. Well, talk about, um, you mentioned kind of, you were in a, a good prime peak spot during the pandemic in terms of your, I guess, products in terms of your focus, um, some challenges maybe that you came across, whether it has to do with supply chain, anything go down for you guys that proved challenging that maybe you have made tweaks to since the depths of the pandemic to maybe safeguard for the future or any, any sort of strategy updates there? We were honestly really lucky throughout the COVID period in comparison to, you know, I think what a lot of businesses went through. We didn't experience those supply chain issues, but the biggest thing was up for us was really just protecting our company. You know, a a lot of people were canceling collections, whereas we were going ahead and progressing and still, you know, moving forward and trying to push the needle, um, which was a huge advantage to us at that time because when so many people pulled back, 
we went full steam ahead, you know, and we, that took a lot of um, risk for us in terms of ordering huge collections and putting in huge orders and making huge calls that, you know, were intimidating to a lot of other people and as well to us. But we just knew what felt right for us and the brand at that time was to still bring some positivity and something special to our customers' lives during what was a really, really difficult time for everyone. So I think we were lucky that we were successful through that. And we really had to have our thinking caps on during that time because the way that you spoke to your audience was very, very different to ever before. Um, You know, the way that we interacted with our team was very different to ever before. And to be honest, there were so many learnings throughout that period that are going to be useful for us in the future um, in terms of the way that we operate logistically. Um, So it was a great learning opportunity, but also a difficult time for so many people. Um, So, yeah, it was just a time to be really sensitive, but also, you know, continue on and continue to bring that positive messaging to people's lives. Right on. Well, 2023, new year, new us. No. (laughs) Seriously. What are you focused on now? Um, What more can we expect from the brand, from Monday Swimmer in particular? I mean, we are launching into so many new exciting categories. Our our customer has grown up with Devin and I, and so we are launching an amazing 18-piece maternity range um, in May, which we're very, very excited for because the brand is obviously already maternity-friendly, but we really wanted to take that to the next level, and we've spent so much time on the fits of that collection. But I will also say that at the end of this year and beginning of 2024, we have some other really, really exciting categories launching. So speaking about that category expansion, we're really focusing on that this year and next. So very exciting things to come there. And then with the Pilates class, we have things like free recipes being added to our app, a huge focus on our community with a world tour, um, the LA studio, and you know potentially in the future, more of those popping up around the world. So honestly, the list goes on and on. Like we have so many exciting things in the works. I'm I'm really excited to share it with our audience because I know they're going to love every single one of these things that we're planning. And we're putting so much into, again, ensuring that our brand's amazing messaging and, you know, what we believe in as a brand, you know, comes through in everything that we do um, to our audience. I mean, you don't have to comment, but I feel like I play detective and in my eyes, it makes amazing sense. I'm poking around your site and I'm like, ooh, there's a cute comb. Ooh, there's a cute hair accessory. I feel like beauty is perfect for you. <laughs> you know, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I've considered beauty many times, but I think it's a very specific industry and it's, it's also very saturated. So it's something True. that even though we've considered adding those products into our range, because we, we do see some little gaps in the market that we could potentially fill now or at a later stage, but it's not a huge focus for us yet. So you haven't guessed what the new categories are going to be. <laughs> and that's oh, good. Man. <laughs> that's good because it leaves something to the imagination, but all very, very exciting things and things that we know are going to improve our customers' lives and that they're genuinely going to love as well. So yeah. Yes. Keep us on our toes. Well, last question. I mean, considering all your growth, all your many brands, I don't know. Have you had like a made it moment? I see on your Instagram, like every celebrity is wearing the brand. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let's be real. Kim and Chrissy and yeah. Shay. Anyway, <laughs> but anyway, what's your made it moment? Honestly, I'm very, very lucky in that 
obviously being involved with so many brands, I've had so many of those moments, even going back to a bikini a day and, you know, launching a global partnership with guests, which is something so unique that they never did. And, you know, with Monday seeing on our first celebrity, but honestly, like the thing that just makes us the happiest is when we hear a customer actually say to us, you've changed my perspective on my body, or, you know, I finally feel sexy in my swimwear, or I finally have found a workout that I love. Like that to me is, I'm in such a unique scenario in which I can influence people's lives. And in life, it's so special if you can even influence one person positively, let alone, you know, hundreds of thousands of people across the world. So For me, realizing the effect that we have on people and that it's such a positive one is what like, you know, makes me so emotional and so proud. And it's my moment, you know, just hearing those, that feedback from our customers is as exciting as it is to see it on, you know, a Khloe Kardashian. It means even more to me to hear that we've like, you know, positively affected someone's, you know, the way that they look at themselves or, you know, the way that they feel. I think that is a really, really special thing to be able to do as a brand. Right on. Ah, I love that happy note to end it on. Natasha, this <laughs> Always. was so lovely. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. That's all for this episode. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with someone else you think would. Thanks for listening to the Glossy Podcast.